Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, gorgeous ones. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am your host, Evie. And I am delighted today to share one of my gorgeous clients, Stephanie Osborne, and her brilliant work. Steph has been a client of mine since back in 2019. We've worked together consistently for a long time now, and it's just been hugely transformative. And it is such an honor and privilege to be able to share her a bit about her journey and her coaching experience with you all today. Steph talks a bit about her journey through coaching, what has been really surprising, what are some of the key things that she's really navigated through, learnt and now embodies and of course one of the huge achievements through this has been creating her beautiful heart-led business Once Were Wounds which Steph talks about just so beautifully. I can't wait to share her work with you all today. So Steph is a self-published author of a poetry collection called Once Were Wounds and it touches on themes of femininity, sensuality, loneliness and longing. It's an intimate and emotional journey that is both confronting and enchanting, healing and nourishing. Steph is such a gorgeous soul. You can hear her heart and her wisdom in this call today. It's just such a beautiful conversation and I really can't wait to share it with you all. Steph is from Auckland here in New Zealand and she would love to connect with you and her work and I will link all of her details and her business in the show notes. So definitely go hit her up after this, follow along and yeah, definitely grab yourself one of her books. They are divine. So without further ado, here is the one and only Stephanie Osborne. Welcome, beautiful Steph. Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. Thank you so much for coming to join us on the show today. Oh, thank you, Evie. It's really such an honor to be here. And I've kind of been practicing my first interview by myself for a long time. So it's really surreal that it's finally happening. So thank you so much. Oh, it's so special <laughs> to have you on, Steph, and it's it's totally a pleasure and and a privilege to have you here, and an honor to have you here as well. Um, you know, you're really special as one of my long term clients. You know, we've been working together since the end of 2019, I think it was, over now three coaching series together, and it's just been so beautiful to watch you grow and evolve and change and now bring your business into the world as well, your soul's work. Um, and so, yeah, it just feels really, really special to share this with, with the listeners. And I know that there's going to be so much wisdom uh, that we'll share and, and talk through today. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. So can you take us back then, Steph, back to sort of 2019 or before we started working together, before we connected and tell me what life was like back then for you 
you know, what was sort of the triggers or the things that made you think, yeah, okay, I'm going to invest in myself through some coaching? Yeah. So looking back at the person I was at that time in my life, I feel like I've changed so much since then. And at the time, a couple of months earlier, I had just arrived home from a year of living in London. And as we've talked about, that was quite a transformative, uh, very challenging experience. And I experienced a huge personal and spiritual awakening at that time. So when I came home, I was feeling quite lost. You know, I'd had my life planned out up until that point and leaving school and university and it was always very structured and I always had a direction and a clear focus to kind of a goal to work towards. So coming home, I, I was just dealing with an emotional roller coaster, I guess, of feelings of what I now wanted to do with my life. And at the time I was working uh, at a florist and I was just researching other florists in the area. And I came across your website with Brooklyn Flowers. And I started reading about you and your now husband. And I read that you were a life coach. And I went to your website and I just felt like it had really aligned at the right time for me. I thought, oh my gosh, this is the thing I've kind of been looking for. I, I I really need this right now. And of course we had our discovery call and your energy was just incredible. And it just felt really organic. There wasn't really a question in my mind whether it was, you know, should I do this or is this the right time? It was just, yes. And I guess that was my intuition <laughs> coming through at that time, just guiding me really naturally and really supportively into this process. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that it was, it was like we were so like meant to work together. It was like divine timing and um, the universe just so, so beautifully planted us together in this way and, and to be able to work together and connect. Um, I always, I forget sometimes that we met through the flower shop link, um, but yeah. How, how cool. Can you take us back to, you mentioned in that, that you had this spiritual awakening in London or when you were overseas. Can you speak to that a little bit more? I'm really curious to hear what was the thing that kind of cracked you open or um, how did that unfold for you? Yeah. So when I went over there, I actually went by myself and I'd never been to London before. I had one friend from childhood I guess school that I knew and she was my only connection and everyone around me was saying you know I, I don't think you're ready for this Steph and I just felt this really strong calling that I was meant to be there I needed to learn something and I was of course also searching for my purpose um, I guess to find myself and yeah, so I arrived there and I've never felt more connected, I guess, to myself or also to, to the world around me and the energy. Everything that happened, you know, so much happened in that year, more so that's happened, had happened before in my life, so much. And I guess it was that really huge sense of vulnerability of being by myself and having 
to trust in everything that I'd learned or everything that I knew um, because I'd been doing personal development a little earlier before I left. Um, Yeah, and just the people I met, I was really trusting in the journey and also connecting to, uh, I guess, my spirit guides or to my granddad who had passed away and I felt his presence there with me and even one of my um, pets that died, which I didn't know a week after I left, I felt this really supportive bubble around me. And even though I went through, you know, I went through heartbreak over there, uh, I struggled with my jobs, um, but I just trusted that the choices I was making were the right ones for me. And I met people that, you know, just from different backgrounds, different cultures, and who were living a completely different life than what I'd seen here in New Zealand. And so it just made me question, you know, what's possible for me. And I think that's why I I felt a bit lost coming back because I thought I found this new sense of self and um, kind of challenging the things that I want and um, looking into the future. So who am I now in the world that I grew up in? How do I settle back into that and and find my own rhythm again? Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I love that example of like deeply, deeply trusting in your intuition and that inner knowing, regardless of whether it makes you know logical sense or what other people say or might think about it. I love that you've just deeply, deeply trusted in yourself and the journey. And it's so interesting to hear you share that now, knowing what we've talked about through <laughs> so, many, so many of our coaching calls and our sessions together. Um, and like you say, it was perhaps more the transition back into New Zealand life and who am I now that even though I've changed and grown so much in that year, how do I integrate that here? And what does that look like? And yeah, lots of the the wobbles around, around that. Hey. Mm, Absolutely. And I was quite shocked at how difficult it was to settle back in. And I think coaching with you, even though that happened a few months after I got back, really helped me to sort through all of that those questions and the wonderings and to give me more clarity Mm. yeah beautiful so was because you kind of mentioned that personal development was something that you did prior to coaching or you were already kind of interested in that did you know of coaching before you you found me through the flower shop or was it totally new to you what was that like for you Yeah, I had a friend uh, that I met at university and she had a life coach and I didn't really think much of it. I thought, oh, wow, that's really cool. But I didn't ask any questions at the time. And overseas as well, then I met um, another friend who also had a life coach. And I suppose I just took it off how they were and how they showed up for themselves in their lives that it was really valuable and I attributed that to their coaching and their personal development and their investment in that. So when I came across you, I don't think I, um, you know, I wasn't confused or, oh, what is this? I just, like I said, it felt very organic and I'd done therapy before. So 
yeah, I don't um, ever recall a time when I didn't know about life coaches, but yeah, I guess coming across you just made me so much more interested and it was the right time as well. Yeah. Interesting. I'm always mm-hmm. curious about people's journey into it and how they kind of find it and stumble across it. And if there was any mindset blocks or stuff around it, but it sounds like it wasn't really for you. And yeah, you were always obviously open to personal development and growth and healing through therapy work in the past or any kind of personal development you'd done prior to that. So yeah, it's really curious. It's interesting. I'm curious. Um, mm. Tell me then, Steph, when when we first started working together in that first series, did you think that you would be still working on yourself and doing this personal development work now years on? I think this is really fascinating because my personal experience, which which you know, Steph, is that I went to a couple of psychotherapy sessions to start with, which my mum had actually recommended to me at the time. And I was like, oh yeah, I just need a couple of sessions and then I'll be fine <laughs> type of thing. And then like I did two and a half years of that. And then after that found coaching and then worked with coaches for years and years and still do. So for me, it feels like an an ongoing journey of personal development and continuing to want to better myself. But back at those early stages at the start, I was like, nope, I'll just, just a couple of sessions will do. So what was that like for you? Can you recall back in that first series? Yeah, I can definitely relate to that feeling of, I just need a couple. Oh, then it'll be fine. That'll fix everything. Um, and yeah, honestly, I did think that my first series would be a one-off or the only one. And towards the end of our, that first series, I was feeling really clear and focused. And because of where I was in that time, I guess I did just want a quick, like, can you help me set a couple of goals just, just like that? And, and how can I get there? And and then by the end of the series, I, I, I felt so settled and grounded and I had some amazing goals to go away and work with. And it was a couple of months after that, or even a month after we finished, that some little triggers started popping up for me again. And I thought, oh, well, why is this happening? I've already worked on this with Evie. Um, you know, I shouldn't be having these stumbles. And then towards the end of that year, I contacted you again and I said, Evie, I think I need another series with you because I felt that there was so much more to work through. And also with coaching, you really raise your level of self-awareness. So Mm -hmm. you're so much more aware of when there is something holding you back or when there is a block and to have that safe, uh, really I I suppose specialized container or space with you was so vital for me um, when I felt perhaps that I couldn't talk to other people about things. And yeah, I just, I really felt like I needed to come back with you and go deeper, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Deeper and wider. Hey, I often say that is that often when people return, because So gratefully, I often have people come back to do multiple coaching series with me, which I absolutely love because we've already got that beautiful relationship together and we can deepen and widen our work. But often it's, I often say and talk about this, I know you'll know this, Steph, is that often there's different layers to some of the similar themes or wounds, like for example, worthiness, which 
is probably something that comes through with every client that I work with in some way or some area of their life. And it's just sometimes it comes up in different areas or different layers of the same same root uh, fear or belief system that we want to navigate through. Um, and so that's okay. Like it's, it's not like you should have one session or do one coaching series or see a counselor for a couple of sessions and then be, I want to say fixed or like mm. healed or whatever it might be. Um, and, and also just that, you know, each coaching series, and maybe we can go into detail a bit later about these Steph, but each coaching series for us together have been quite different. Hey, even though there's been similar themes, maybe that pop up because of course it's about you and, and we each, we all have, you know, similar themes that pop up, but they have been quite different. And so I think that's another beauty of coaching over a long period of time is that we can, we can do so much growth in so many different areas of our lives. And, and that's really cool and, and amazing. Mm, absolutely. I agree. And that was, I guess, the most surprising thing to me about coaching was the layers and the depth. And at first it was frustrating to me because I thought, why haven't I, like you said, fixed it, which is not the right word. Um, <laughs> but why haven't I healed this? And you really put it in a positive perspective for me when you said, you know, we go deeper in because we're being asked or called by the universe to level up and we need to work through this in order to, you know, rise into a, a better, brighter, bigger version of ourselves. So looking at it from that perspective is really so beautiful and so encouraging. And that's why I, I want to continue because I think, oh, I'm being called. I, I really feel something expansive coming and something transformative. So I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Oh, goosebumps. So good. So good. <laughs> Clearly, Steph, you're a huge believer in coaching. And I think these last couple of years have been deeply transformative for you, at least from my perspective, you know, watching and holding you through that journey. Can you speak to that a little bit more? How's the journey been? Mm -hmm. It's been very interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, like we just spoke about, you go through and you do continue to have wobbles and they do, um, there does continue to be things that come up. And I think, I, I guess what's been so transformative for me is the ability to be aware and conscious of those things. And the way that I look at my life and the way that I view myself and my thoughts, my internal world, everything has changed. So even if your external world hasn't quite shifted to, to match the way you feel inside, you're really laying the foundations to move into your life with the tools to fall back on if you have those challenges that come up again. And yeah, particularly when I'm talking to you, I just honestly, I light up and that tells me that I'm doing the right thing. You know, I'm in the right place and I'm feeling really alive and I'm, I, yeah, I'm just really passionate about personal development, development in general. Um, and I'm so interested in the psychology. We're so complex as human beings and we're really here to learn 
and we have the luxury of living in this beautiful space and time where we can look inwards more and we can invest that time in ourselves because we're you know we're quite safe and where we live and we don't have to worry so much about survival anymore um, we can really connect to our intuition and our true self and and manifest that in the world and do good things with it yes 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 um one thing that's coming to me is a saying that I often say I don't know if you if I've shared this with you Steph but the better it gets the better it gets and I often feel like and it was certainly the case for me is that once you start this journey it's almost like you're so eager for more because you get little glimpses even really early on of what life could be like or of my true self or of what an expansive abundant incredible life looks like for me that's authentic and aligned you know and I think once you're on that journey, then you just, you know, there's a part of us that wants to get there. Um, of course, human nature, mm. but also that there's like so much curiosity and like, Oh, what else is going to pop up or how else can I grow? Or this has been huge in this area of my life. I wonder what we could do with this one. Um, or in this area, you know, I think, I think that's definitely been the case for me. Mm, me almost too. like get hooked on personal development <laughs> and I yes. should actually say there that a little disclaimer that I think actually there is a point in time when we can get too into the personal development world and almost uh, fixated on continually growing continually expanding and not allowing ourselves to enjoy the process or enjoy life as, as it is now. And so that's something that I'm also really cautious of when coaching clients is that we do really celebrate the journey and the small wins and we do really, yeah, really find the joy and the fun and the play in life as well as we continue to heal and grow and evolve. Absolutely. And I love finishing our calls, you know, with the celebration, what do I celebrate and what do you celebrate? Because you know, I probably don't celebrate ourselves enough and it can be really small things. And, you know, recently I've been doing my gratitude journal and really committing and devoting time in the evening to that. And when I first started doing gratitude journaling, it was very much about big things and I wasn't really connecting to the gratefulness in that. I was just thanking the universe because I felt like I had to thank them for those specific things but you can thank the universe for the beautiful rain and you can thank them for the laughter and for a delicious coffee. It can be small things. And yeah. And then I just love what you said about you get the little glimpses of what your life can be like. And it's not so much that you're chasing that. It's just, you really want to embody that feeling and mm. then you want to share it with others. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely contagious. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So Steph, can you tell us a bit about some of the biggest changes that you've witnessed within yourself? Um, yeah. And maybe there's lots of little things that you want to share here, but maybe we can elaborate on some of those bigger themes. Mm. Yeah, definitely a lot. <laughs> the biggest one, which I've mentioned is just your level of awareness and yeah. uh, creating a really conscious and intentional life. Um, and then we work a lot with 
belief systems. So just creating expanded and new beliefs for myself and for what's possible in my life. And I'd had a little taste of that when I was overseas, that there are no set rules. I can do whatever I want with my life. I don't have to do this. And to be quite honest, I do still struggle with comparisonitis. Uh, I think I'm in that time in my life where friends are off doing different things and, you know, creating different lives. So I'm learning to, to stay focused and in my lane, I suppose, on, you know, what do I really want? And then, of course, that comes into like confidence and having inner power because, which we're going to talk about later, but going into my poetry business and actually creating a business from that is really, you know, I haven't really seen anybody do that before, but I just have created this real sense of knowing and stability in that I'm going to do this. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what the rules are <laughs> or the reality or the practical side of things. I'm going to make this happen. So there's this real drive to show people that. Um, and then also internally, of course, the relationships with the different parts of yourself. You know, you've got your inner critic and your ego and then your intuition and your inner child, your future self, all these beautiful parts of you and learning to heal things that have happened in the past and, and just bringing yourself to the best whole version that you can be. Um, yeah. So lots of things. And there are probably more that I'm missing as well. Oh, so beautiful. Yes, yes, yes. I was definitely going to say relationship to self for sure. And, and those different versions. Yeah. I just, just rattling off a couple of things that were coming to me is um, perfectionism or that good girl conditioning that I think so many of us have definitely layers and elements of authenticity um, really coming back to your truth. What's, what's right for you and, and living in alignment with that um, worthiness, of course. And then now in this last coaching series that we're currently in definitely more of birthing that business into the world and your soul's work and I love the way that you talk about it there it's like absolute certainty that this is your thing and it actually doesn't matter about what anyone else thinks and you're doing it no matter what and that level of conviction in you I love it I'm celebrating it here and honoring you for it right now but I also want to tell the listeners that that wasn't always the way and I think it was always a it was always deep down, but there was a few layers to get there, right? Or take off rather. And that was definitely the way with me as well. Always that deep knowing that this was for me coaching my, my version of my soul's work. Um, but yeah, when we get to that place of, of conviction and commitment to it, I think that's where a lot of the business uh, can then thrive and, and the magic happens. Yes, yes. And I remember when I started with you, I said, no, I don't want to work on my career. I'm really, I don't feel like that's where I'm at right now. But I think it was just a whole layer of fear and definitely being kind of controlled, I suppose, or told what to do by my inner critic because inner critic is like, well, how are you going to make that work? So mm -hmm. really rising the intuition, the strength and the confidence in her, she's able to, to quieten down that inner critic and um, say, you know, you don't always have to know how. And when the world opens up for you and those, you're speaking your truth, 
opportunities do come to you like this podcast so yeah it's really incredible it is a journey though (laughs) (laughs) yes such a a juicy one oh my goodness I'm loving this conversation Steph this is so good um what's something that you've been surprised about or something that surprised you about coaching all this journey yeah I think what we touched on earlier about you think that you only have to do a certain amount of work and that you're set. Um, So definitely the layers surprised me and particularly we've worked a lot with worthiness and that's a really core wound for me. And it has a lot of, it shows up in so many different areas of my life. So the depths of that were really surprising and also the areas of my life that it shows up in was surprising to me and even three series in our call just this week um, we were talking about how I might still be selling myself short in some areas and that that links back to worthiness and um, yeah constantly being surprised by the the real depths that you can go to yeah yeah Absolutely. And it's something to keep building, I think. Um, yeah. And I think even, even now, just a dose of reality and, and realness is that like it still it pops up for me every now and then. And I've done years and years and years of this work and, and teach it now. Um, yeah. And that's okay. And it's just, it's never about putting yourself down for that or judging yourself. Cause I think the inner critic could be really good at that. If it pops up and you're like, Oh, like you said earlier, I should have, I should have be over this thing now, or I should have, have moved beyond it. But uh, you know, it's just another opportunity for more healing, for more growth and more expansion. And why not? Mm-hmm. You know, why, why do we have to just say, Oh, just do a little bit of the worthiness work and then I'll be, I'll be fine. Or that's enough for me. I can't keep growing and expanding. Um, yeah. So again, there's probably worthiness stuff within that belief, right? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm only worthy of, of one coaching series or I'm just a small amount of expansion or growth and I can't have it all or whatever it might be. Um, fascinating isn't it I could we could talk about worthiness for ages but we'll we'll move on (laughs) tell me tell me Steph what are some of the things that you've created um, either within yourself or physical things through your coaching experiences Mm. so I think the biggest thing I've created within myself is just a really solid foundation so you learn so much in this coaching journey and also so many tools of how to um, navigate through things when triggers pop up and challenges. So to have that foundation moving forward in my life is just invaluable because it means I know that I can always come back to myself. And again, that takes awareness and, and you do have to move through those really sticky feelings and it's uncomfortable, but then you come back and yeah, you just, you have this great pedestal to stand on where maybe pedestal is not the right word, but you have this great um, earthy grounding feeling within yourself that you can rise from kind of like you're planting these seeds and doing the work is nurturing that and you're growing, but you can always come back to the soil 
because this, you 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 have that um yeah mm. and then I guess physical rituals that I've created with gratitude journaling and then just free writing and journaling itself um my yoga practice is a huge um thing in my life that I like to come back to just to breathe and almost it's a way of holding space for myself and and moving through emotions because emotions are energy they're within you and they need releasing so yoga is one way and then also just dancing you know good music when we did our mindset magic masterclass or our um course we had to create our playlist of amazing music and I always come back to that now because it just shifts your energy so much into such a good space um and yeah just releasing we we do that in our calls as well when we're talking about heavy things and then you say okay we need to shake it out so we have a deep breath and then we just shake it out um yeah yeah beautiful and you forgot one of the big ones (laughs) is your beautiful business and your your work yeah so in our first series the the biggest thing for me working through was how to write my book and uh, so I've been working on this book at the time for three years. And when I published, it had been a four-year journey. And so much resistance, I think, was coming up for me at the time on um, just as a creative, you know, staring at a blank page and wanting the first draft to be perfect and learning that it's definitely not going to be um, Uh, yeah so after that first series with you and through my second and third this absolutely beautiful business has has been birthed and flourished and again that's even surprising to me because I think coaching has helped me so much to get there quicker not that I wouldn't have got there in the first place but you challenge me when I say oh, I might do a website at the end of this year. And you said, why not next month? (laughs) Why not in the next couple of months? And I think, oh, okay, that's a bit fast, but I suppose I can. So it's great to have that person to hold me accountable to that. And that's why I say that it's happened a lot faster uh, than what I expected. Mm. But it's Mm. amazing. Yeah, huge we're going to celebrate that more in a moment and I can't wait to share that with the listeners too uh I'm curious to know what makes you want to continue to invest in yourself hmm I think you know we just talked about it before those glimpses you get those glimpses and as you come into this journey and, and this you know, world of self-development, I see people like you and I see other beautiful girls that you coach and the amazing things that we're all doing and the place that you're living your life from, it's just, it's so bright. It's, it's shining and magnificent and I absolutely want that for myself and just you know, looking back, having gone through really difficult things such as, you know, depression when I was 15 and again later on in my early 20s, dealing with anxiety, 
I think it makes me want to live a better life for myself, a more positive life. Mm-hmm. And then again, what I'm creating with my business is, is just the most important thing to me. And I need to nurture that. I need to protect it. And I need to help it grow in whatever way I can. So if that means I have to continue to jump over these hurdles, you know, or work through the, the obstacles that come up, then I'm going to do that. And even coming back into this third series, which again, after the second, I thought, oh, no, that will be enough. <laughs> coming, back into, <laughs> coming back into the third was really powerful, really empowering because I thought I can feel this transformation coming, this real deep blooming and alignment. And I have to keep the momentum going and I have to make this work. Mm, beautiful so juicy so good so good (laughs) what would you tell someone Steph who's sort of sitting on the fence who's considering investing in themselves but they're too scared to leap yes I would love to talk to these people (laughs) (laughs) I have had friends as well who I've I really share life coaching with because I believe in it and what I would really say to them is If you're curious, don't be afraid to follow that curiosity. Really just, even if it's one step, you know, follow those breadcrumbs, find out more, speak to more people. And if you're curious about it now and really leaning in, then I would say it's calling to you. And those calls and those niggles don't go away. And as you say, what we resist persists. (laughs) If you're resisting something and you're, you know, out of fear, it's not going to go away. And, you know, for me personally, when I first started coaching with you, I didn't have much money. I was working one day a week at the florist and I'm very lucky I was living at home. So I didn't have uh, too many expenses in that sense. But to commit to a coaching series, a four month coaching series was really big. Mm. And that was, that has continued to be an obstacle for me because like all of us, I think we're used to investing our money in physical things, things that we can, we can touch. And um, I suppose, understand, see with our eyes. So coaching is something that you want to experience because it's a feeling it's, knowing and it's just it's a it's an experience it's a beautiful experience so don't be afraid to follow your curiosity yeah oh beautiful words of a of wisdom and advice there <laughs> Steph I yeah love all that and totally agree it's interesting isn't it the the what we think that we should be spending our money on or all those physical things you're so right and sometimes we have the urge to do it or the nudge, the, the curiosity, but there's no, I guess we don't know what the outcome's going to be, right? We, and we can't know, but I deeply trust that it's going to be transformative and I'll show up 100% for you. Um, and I know it's going to be exactly what you need. Like that's the level of, of trust that I have around my coaching and this experience. But if you haven't had that experience before, it's hard to, to soothe the inner critic, I think, sometimes. 
And that's where we got to really, really lean into the intuition, into the curiosity, like you say. And if it keeps coming back to you, if you are really interested in it, then that's your sign. And mm-hmm. and isn't like what what would you say to this, Steph? When you invest in yourself, what happens? Like when you put that money down or you commit or you sign the, the agreement, what happens? Do, do things already start changing and shifting within you? Absolutely, because you're showing up in that sense. You're letting the universe know, I'm here, I'm ready for change, I'm ready for growth. And yeah. and even just that in itself <clears throat> is a huge sign. And you're changing your energy just in that act of signing the coaching contract. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I often say that as soon as you've committed, signed the dotted line or put the money down or like just even just in your mind, like really committed to it, magical things start happening even before the first call, even before the experience. And I've literally just experienced this myself when maybe a month ago I signed up to work with my coach again, and that's 12,000 Australian dollars, the most like a big investment, a big stretchy, scary one for me personally. And already, even before it even started, I've had the best month in my business and I've noticed so many changes within myself and my mindset. And that's not even because of the coaching, but because you've committed to yourself, you're all in, you're doing this, you're here. And like you say, that energy is shifted within you. And so the universe picks up on that and it will give you the things, you know, because you've raised your vibration. So so more things that, that are of that same level of vibration are going to come to you. Um, it's magical. I love how that happens. Absolutely. And that's so beautiful that even, you know, all this time down the line, you're still investing in yourself and you're still leveling up through that experience. That's really, really incredible. And yeah, I mean, not to say that I haven't struggled with deciding whether to do coaching or not, but that's often fear and often my finances hold me back, as you know. Um, but we also waste so much time in that decision debt area where we're second guessing mm. ourselves, and really deep down we know we know what we need. Yes. Look at you talk, Steph. I'm so proud. <laughs> it's amazing. Loving amazing. It. <laughs> and and thank you for reflecting that back to me as well. I mean, it is absolutely a core value and belief of mine is personal development and is growing and evolving and being the best me I can be, but also the best coach I can be, the best business that I can run, the more people I can help, the more positive impact that I'm going to have on the world. And that's my mission, right? So of course, I'm going to continue to do that. And that's why I I share that so that there is that, you know, it's another example, I guess, but also so people know that that like I'm deeply committed to this, just as I am encouraging you to commit to yourself and and your up level, your expansion. Um, Yeah, just wanted to add my two cents there. So let's shift gears slightly and talk about your soul's work, your beautiful heart-centered soul-led business. Tell us about that, Steph. Tell us about your writing. Yes. So, I mean, writing has always been my deepest passion. It's a very innate gift, I would say. And writing is not only a way of like, 
expression, but it's a way of thinking. It's a way of feeling. It's a way I process my experiences. And I'm quite a deep emotional person. So writing for me is a way of understanding those emotions and and just another avenue to process them. Uh, Poetry, however, was not something I was interested in. Uh, up until I discovered it, I guess, four years ago or five years ago. And through school, I had never connected with poetry. I didn't understand what they were talking about. It was a lot of male writers. So at that time in my life as well, I hadn't had a lot of life experience. So there wasn't anything I was searching for within those poems and within those studies. And it wasn't until I think the end of 2016 that I came across a beautiful poem online that a friend had shared. And that's where my journey began with poetry specifically and where a deep love began. Mm. And what I love about poetry is that it's an expression of our humanity. Firstly, it's very raw. It can be really brutal. But in that, in other people's vulnerability, when you're reading it, you see the beauty of being human. And that's really comforting and really, really reassuring when you're going through something. It doesn't even have to be similar, but if you're going through a challenge and you see or read other people that have gone through challenges and, you know, I've read poems from the 1800s and they speak of the same emotions that we go through so it's this really beautiful connection that you have firstly within yourself and then with other people through your shared stories and experiences so that's really what I wanted to create through my first book which is called Once Were Wounds and yeah it was a four-year writing journey um though the majority of it was written last year during lockdown, uh, though all the experiences had been compiled by that point and it was just a matter of bringing it all together. And for me, it was so important to stay grounded in my authenticity. I don't write about anything that I haven't experienced because then it won't speak to people and I I won't understand, I guess, what I'm talking about. So everything is really... I've, I've stayed to the truest version of myself. And that's what I say when I write. I'm really my, one of my most authentic and, and genuine self, you know. And that's, yeah, that's my purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that so much. And I didn't realize that poetry wasn't really a thing for you in the earlier years. So that's fascinating. I learned, learned something new. And I just love that your soul's work is an expression of your most authentic self, of your true self. And through that and sharing that with others, you can create a ripple effect of your own, but also it's created a business for you, which perhaps wasn't really uh, the driving force at the start, perhaps not. Um, But now it's like a beautiful, maybe like a beautiful add-on, like a bonus almost that this can be your thing that you can also make money and support yourself through sharing your soul's work. Definitely. And you're right. It wasn't something that I thought I suppose was possible because 
I've had, you know, you have that conditioning where you should, I don't particularly like that word should, but you should do a nine to five job or you should do something that a job that currently exists. And recently what I've been thinking is, you know, you look back a hundred years and so many of the jobs we do now never existed. So someone had to start, someone had to say, this is possible to make money from and go into it. And, you know, Audrey Hepburn's quote comes to mind when she says, nothing is impossible. You know, the world itself says I'm possible. So when you're coming from that space and I've cultivated that through coaching, absolutely. But when you're coming from that confidence and knowing anything is possible and that's really exciting. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. It's interesting thinking back. Yeah, the coaching was never a thing, even like maybe a hundred years ago, or maybe there was versions of it, but maybe not, yeah, not what it is today. And even in the last five, 10 years, it's it's transformed so much. Um, you're so, so right. And isn't it funny how I really like what you say that like life and the universe and the world like is expansive. It is living. It is full of possibility like you just have to look at nature and like your mind's just blowing right it's just that fear scarcity our mind our inner critic or our ego whatever you want to call it puts the shoulds and the shouldn'ts around things and I think some of that conditioning has been passed down from generations and and I can imagine that you know past generations had a lot of scarcity and a lot of um yeah, a lot of hard challenges to move through. You think just like um, perhaps our parents' age or, or the generation before went through many world wars. And I understand and am not neglecting that there's still so much of that happening in the world, which is heartbreaking. But we're in this place now of the consciousness is, is rising. And I feel like, yeah, the element of possibility and expansion is coming through more and more and more and more. And it's so beautiful that we can reconnect with our true self through that, reconnect through nature or whatever it might be to remind ourselves of who we truly are. Yes, absolutely. And what I was thinking of when you were speaking of that also is I guess particularly as a woman, they we haven't always had the opportunities that we've had now. Of and course. So for me doing what I'm doing I'm wanting to really honor all of the women that came before and say thank you I'm going to make the most of the opportunities that you sacrificed so hard to give us and fought for and I'm going to honor that and continue to be so grateful for what I can do Mm. yeah beautiful love that mission oh my goodness all the good feels (laughs) so Tell us a bit more about this business entrepreneurial journey and how that sort of unfolded for you and and through the coaching experiences as well. Mm. So, of course, the first thing that started it was the book itself. And when I had the book made, the first edition, I went all out and I had a beautiful linen cover designed um, with like Italian wrapping paper inside and Uh, the title indented I went through a very um, specialized beautiful bookbinder here in Auckland and what I love is that it's it's really aligned with 
the authentic and organic nature of the stories and the poetry inside. And I was very conscious going into that process that I wanted to be self-published. And yes, in ways that's harder because you have to do all of your own publicity, your own creation, everything comes from you. But that was the really important part to me. So Mm. I didn't see it as being difficult. I thought, oh my gosh, I get the gift of learning all of the behind the scenes things, learning all about the binding and the, the types of paper that you can use. And really it was just creative to begin with. And when I released it, I kind of didn't give myself enough credit in terms of I can take this further. And that's why the business is really surprising to me because I have expanded my belief around, okay, I can actually branch off in this area. And of course, I'm going to write more books. But even with this first book, I've got so many ideas on how to create a real brand or a real energy and community around it. And yeah, I do put that down to coaching because it just started as a hobby and not so much as a a career direction. But now that I've realized that it can be or that I have that power and energy within me to make that a reality. Yeah, it's, it's really changed the way I view what I do and the power that it has to, to affect people and create genuine, beautiful, nourishing connections. Mm. Mm, Gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so wonderful when you start to create that evidence. And I think that's sometimes the power of having your own coach is that they can see and believe in you, the bits that you don't quite fully embrace or embody just yet, um, or see the expansion that you could grow into if you take the leap, if you want to. Um, And I think that's really important, especially in business when so often it's our soul's work. So it's deeply meaningful and authentic and aligned to us, but that's also really vulnerable and scary to share and put yourself out there. And um, I think having someone guide you through that, hold your hand through that and keep calling you higher into your higher self is really, really powerful. Mm, Yes. Like everything you just said is how I've been feeling and particularly with this third series, because we've been so focused on this business side. And what I love is that it's, I've always been a creative person and I'm very connected to my feminine side, but we all have that feminine and masculine energy within us. And this business has really allowed me to, to step into my masculine energy and bring out mm. this ambition and passion and drive that I was always felt too shy to admit or show to anyone so that's really exciting in itself you know to to say yes I am ambitious these are my goals and then to stand really strong in that Mm, it's very powerful yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely um you know I, I often talk about our soul's work, our entrepreneurial journey, our business is so often 
a really big personal development journey. Like, yes, it's the, the business journey itself as well, but also I think so often we have the dream and the vision and that purpose, that why, that mission, because it's going to pull us, call us to step into our higher self. And there's so much beauty and growth that happens within that journey that is so vital for us as a human and the evolution of our soul and is what I believe. Um, and then it's almost like this beautiful win-win situation that we've changed, we've grown, we've stepped into our higher self we can then benefit from our business as well. Like it's, um, it gives back to us in so many different ways in abundance and fulfillment and, and, you know, deep, deep gratitude and love for what we do, but also that it gives to everyone else that we can create a service or a product or a community or whatever it might be that your souls workers or your businesses that gives to everyone else and the world and humanity. And I just think that how gorgeous is that, that it's this beautiful win-win situation. Yes, that's a really beautiful way of describing it. And I did a little bit with network marketing and entrepreneurship before committing to this business. And, and that was their belief as well. You know, your business doesn't grow if you don't grow. They are yeah. intertwined. And particularly when it's your business, you know, and your soul's work and purpose. And I'm very conscious of that, particularly, you know, with what I do and what I write, that it's going to be authentic. So the way I put it out in the world has to be authentic. And that comes back to me. Am I being authentic in myself and in my feelings? And what's important to me as well is to share my experiences in my poetry and to kind of let people know that they're not alone in those stories. I think we all go through very similar experiences just with different faces and um, yeah. obviously a different internal world, but we do all go through challenges and to know that we're not alone. You know, when, that's why I turned to poetry because I was feeling very alone and very lost and very vulnerable and and quite hurt so to read other people's stories and know that I'm not alone and that there is actually beauty in the hurting and that from that we can heal that's really valuable and that's what I want to share with others yeah gorgeous and I know because you've shared them with me that you've had some beautiful feedback and testimonials about your, your book and your work, your poetry and how vulnerable and raw it is and how, how seen and how heard they feel, how gorgeous that, that experience is. So I just want to reflect that back to you and celebrate you. Thank you. Yes. I've been very lucky to get so much really beautiful feedback. I was so in awe and surprised at what people said because once you write it and send it out into the world, that was an experience for me of a world that I had created in myself had kind of gone or left me and now it's in the hands of other people and they will take their interpretations from it. So there's a part of it that doesn't belong to me anymore. It belongs to all of these beautiful souls. And so it's, really beautiful and special to me to hear back what people have to say and and how they felt reading it because I want I want to know that because I'm not there reading it with them um yeah 
So thank you for share, bringing that up. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. It's gorgeous. And it just reminds me of the power of sharing openly with with people what you think, your feedback, your testimonials, your re- reviews, whatever it might be. That could be for anything, any business, any product, any service. I think it's always so lovely to remember that there's real humans behind the product, the service, the business, even if you don't see them. Uh, I think that's really, really special. Mm, yes, definitely. And why not? Why not lift each other up? And I think, and actually what I've noticed is that the more I give out feedback and testimonials and reviews for other people, the more that they swing around to me as well. I think it's that beautiful, you know, of course it does. It's the way the universe works, but it's just a really, I don't know. I just felt like it's important to share that now. Yeah. A beautiful give and take and and putting it out and it comes back to you. Just that flow. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Tell us where the listeners can connect with you, can buy your beautiful books um, and more things to come because I know we've got big plans for this business. Uh, tell Tell us where we can find you. Yes. So I launched my new website about a month ago now. So you can find me there at www.oncewerewounds.com. And at the moment, that's where I'm exclusively selling my books. My linen editions are currently sold out, but I do have a beautiful soft cover design called the Magnolia edition that's available for people. And if you want to reach out, please contact me through the page on there. Or I'm also on Instagram, just at once were wounds, all the same name, quite simple. Um, Yeah, I would really love to hear from people. And I will just say, although my book currently is only available within New Zealand, um, if you are outside of New Zealand, please contact me because I would love to figure out how I can get that book to you and, and share it with you. I do just want to share it with as many people as I can. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you have plans to go international with it because why not? Because the world exactly. needs it. Hey? <laughs> and and um, it's it's almost like there's it's a universal thing, like you say, that doesn't matter where you are in the world or what you're journeying through you can see yourself and take so much wisdom from your work, from your poems and how gorgeous do they look? Can you bring us a a close up of the book for anyone watching the the video of this version of this interview? It's so stunning. So this is the the pink one. And then all the books when they're posted out have a little um, blurb on the inside because there are three different colors with the linen edition Um, there's the pink green and sandy and they all represent something different from within the book and particularly with the sandy color one that's called front beach which is named after my favorite beach in Wittianga in the Coromandel it's where my family are from and there's a poem in there which is all about that beach and dedicated to my my granddad yeah so there's honestly so much thought that's gone into these books and so much love and then the soft cover one here was designed by my best friend my childhood friend um, who's a graphic designer and it's just to pay homage to the original (laughs) yeah so there's lots of different options gorgeous gorgeous thank you so much for sharing (laughs) those and Oh my goodness. I don't know if you guys can feel it. I'm sure you can, but the love, the passion, 
the heart, the soul that you've infused into everything that you do, Steph, but especially these beautiful, beautiful books um, and collections of poetry is just so, so special. And I just want to celebrate and congratulate you again. It's incredible what you have achieved for yourself and what's still to come. I know that there's still lots of exciting expansion stuff to move into. And I, yeah, it's just an honor to be able to support you on this journey thus far, at least, and to watch you shine. It's, it's been gorgeous. Oh, thank you, Evie. Yeah. Thank you so much. I just greatly appreciate all the work that we've done together and just your energy and, and for listening and holding space for me. You know, um, it's it's been a real journey and a real honor to be able to work with you and, and now to be able to share my experiences with other people. I hope that that can help them in some way. Yeah, gorgeous. I'm sure I'm sure it will. And on that note, is there any final thoughts that you wanted to share with with the listeners today? Um, I did have a um, a little quote from a book that I wanted to share, if that's all right. Yes, um, please do. It's one that's always stayed with me. So this is from Gloria Steinem, and she is an American feminist journalist and social activist. Um, but she said that if she had one piece of advice to give to young girls, I would say, don't listen to my advice. Listen to the voice inside. It's not important that they know who I am it's important that they know who they are. And that quote from her book is always stuck with me because it just shows the importance of knowing who you are, you know, and you don't need to look outside of yourself. And yes, it's great to listen to other people's stories. That's also so important because it makes up who we are. But at the end of the day, everything you need is inside of you and you don't need to look outside couldn't agree more that was just divine gorgeous gorgeous love that quote I haven't heard of it before but oh my goodness yes yes <laughs> holy moly this has been incredible Steph thank you so so much for just sharing your heart your wisdom you know sharing your honest your honesty your vulnerability and and all of the things that you've been journeying through and working on and I just deeply deeply honor you in that journey and of course now your business your beautiful work and creation I would encourage all the listeners to go check you out on Instagram hit follow grab yourself <laughs> a book um they're just just gorgeous so thank you so much for spending this time with us oh thank you Evie thank you for having me it's been a real ple pleasure <laughs> wasn't that epic for all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 